Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey guys, welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. We got some breaking news. It's sad. Singer Harry Belafonte. Uh, but- let me try that again. Harry Belafonte, who broke racial barriers in the 1950s, uh, died this morning. Sad. Hmm. Um, he was a big force in civil rights activism. Yeah. Yeah. At one point, he provided bail money to um, Martin Luther King and other civil rights activists. So um, that's a very big loss. Sad. All right. Now I don't remember what we were going to do. Well, and for any for any young kids, too, um, or anybody who doesn't know, you don't have to be young. You just might not know. Um, but he had his hit, the hit song back in the 50s, the Banana Boat song, yes. also known as Deo. Deo. Oh, from Beetlejuice, the yes. one that everybody knows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And everybody sings exactly it at ballparks right. across the nation. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Deo. I'm sure we'll have um, more on Harry Belafonte tomorrow. Um or, and I'm sure that the adventures of Bradley and Dawn will also have more on that. Uh, I, I thought this Nicolas Cage story was interesting. He, do you remember when he was having like money problems? He was in debt, but he just kept on working and he didn't file for bankruptcy. He just kept right, yeah. working until he could pay it all back. He said, um, Basically, he said he overinvested in real estate and then the real estate market crashed and he couldn't mm-hmm. get out in time. This was, I mean, a lot of us went through that, you know, people had to, um, what do you call it when you, you, oh my God, you have to give your house up. Foreclose? Foreclose on your properties. Foreclosures. Yes. Yeah, I right. mean, it was just a big mess back then, but he wants you to know that he paid it all back. And he never had to declare bankruptcy. Instead, he worked and worked. And he said some of his movies, you know, less than amazing. But he said, work was always my guardian angel. And I may not have been, um, it may not have been blue chip, but it was still work. Hmm. So well, you know what else he said, which is cool, hmm. is like, I, even if the movie didn't come together, I, they always knew I was in it. I was giving you the full Nick Cage in each of these movies. Like, I leaned in. I gave the effort. I wasn't mailing it in. I was working hard to make the money. Right. So there's something to be said for that. Absolutely. Um, yeah. The fa- I mean, it's extremely impressive. But, you know, when you're getting like $3 million or $10 million for a movie, could it take that long? 
I don't think he was. I think you're right. I don't think in some of these movies that when when it's like, oh, in another straight to DVD, straight to DVD. Yes. Back in the day, I don't think that those kind of movies are fetching him $3 million. I bet you he, I wonder what the least amount of money he ever made for a starring role in a movie was during the last decade. Well, I don't know that that's Grant, will you look it up? find out. Looking it up. I don't know if you'll be able to find the it. The most but... money Nicolas Cage has ever made in a well, movie. Well, Renfro, no, no, the, the most, least. The most, the oh, most the cur- least? The current one he's got right now, that uh, horror spinoff of Dracula. Oh, yeah. It looks really good, but it is bombing in the box office right now. I think oh, it's I made, didn't even know like, it was already out. Oh, it was out, and it's been in eighth place this week. I think it was in fifth its first week. It's made, like I think, 13 or $14 million, and it costs a lot to make. But uh, I'm looking, I'll look up here. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm curious, like, the least amount he made, because I bet you there were some where he was making a few hundred thousand dollars. You And you're Which, talking, any, like, any in the 2000s, would, right? Just any of this time when he was trying to dig out of uh, this big debt that he was in. I bet that there were some movies that did not pay him seven figures. And it was like, you know what, sure, I'll do it, because it's going to take me four weeks of what I'm going to make, $400,000, sure. Any of us would take this. We're, <laughs> it's You know, we would happily take that. But... I, I bet you they were. I, I bet it took him a little bit longer than we might think. You know, it's interesting too that the one movie he got an Oscar for, which was Leaving Las Vegas. Yeah. I don't even know if he got paid. Yeah, you know, I've heard that. Yeah. And that's what really helped get his career, you know, jump started. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, because you're right. He did some low-budget stuff. Right. Yeah, you're you're right. Oh, I wish I knew, too, how much. Anyway. Well, right now, Adaptation, uh, he, in the movie, he got $2 million for that one. I hated that, that movie so much. That looks to be so one much. of the lowest, you know, like National Treasury, he got $20 million. Sorcerer's oh, wow. Okay. The Sorcerer's Apprentice, he got twelve. Um, I'm trying to think of... Uh, what else we got here? Spanish Heights Drive Home, four point five million. Some of these movies I haven't even heard of. Hmm. Uh, that's his home. No, excuse me, that's his home. My apologies. Yeah, but those for the last those three movies, I know that looks like adaptation was number one at two million, one of the lowest. And Meryl Streep was in that movie. And um, oh my gosh, what's his name? I love his work, Chris. Character actor, <laughs> come on, you help me out. Come on, it'll be fun. Chris, Chris Cooper. Oh, yeah. Speaking of full frontal. um, But he, oh, my God, Nicolas Cage in this movie plays himself and then his twin brother. Yeah. And he's so annoying. I mean, I I wanted to throw something at my little TV screen at my little cabin in the woods. Thank you. Have you guys seen uh, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, one of his more Yeah, yeah, I saw it. That was fun. That, that, like, rejuvenated. I feel like that kind of brought him back in the line. I loved that. It did. It really brought him back into, like, the line. Because he was, you know, making fun of himself. Playing on himself. Exactly. Which was great. Um, I just want to put this out there, and I don't think anyone's going to be surprised by this, but Harrison Ford said that the Dial of Destiny will be his last appearance as Indiana Jones. Anybody shocked by this? That seems correct. Well, first of all, it's the final film in the series. Exactly. That's the biggest part out of that is that I think they said that this will be the last Indiana Jones ever. There won't be, from what I've read, they're not going to do another Mm. one. He's, they're going to keep it. Like he kind of said this in an interview a few years back that he jokingly said on the Today Show, I think no one will ever play 
Indiana Jones besides me. Right. And people kind of laugh that off. But I it's think true. it's coming out now that this is, yeah. they said no more. And I was thinking. I like that. He's, Love it. You know, he's 80 years old. I, I don't know how many more movies anybody wants to make. No, older. but yeah. I don't want to see it remade in 10 years with like, no. and I love Chris Pratt, but I don't want to see him running around playing Indiana Jones. You know, I just I yeah, agree. I keep it, keep the beauty that is Harrison Ford as Dr. Jones. So good. Steve, you would love these movies. You've never Honestly, seen He's got something in his, in his contract that says no one else can play it because, you know, don't get in the way of the studio trying to make more money. If in good five call. years they're like, Hey, now yeah, there's a new call. young guy and we can right. get him. Right. So I wonder if there's something contractually grant. I've seen them peripherally, like mm. in the room as a mm. kid, but I, I, to my knowledge have never sat down and said, let's watch Indiana Jones. I know there's a giant ball that rolls after him. <laughs> I'm aware of a, a really timely pick this up and put this down thing yeah. that has to happen. A guy gets dug up by a propeller. It's just, snakes also, I think, are It's nostalgic thing. for me, so I don't know if you... You're, you're going to watch it now. You're going to like it. Kid, I think your your son would like it. Oh, yeah. my dad. That's what my dad and I... He was just a movie we could watch together. So I go back, you know, to watching movies with my dad. You might not get that feeling, but now you can, sh- you can share these with your kid. They're a little bit... There's okay. some parts, though, that are a little... Are they? Uh-huh. Yeah. There's We'd some, have to look. Yeah. There's some stuff. Yes, there are some of those that it's like the the old PG PG thirteen thing yeah. of the eighties that were just a little different than they are now. There's a soup in the Temple of Doom where eyeballs float up out of the soup. It's eyeball soup. I don't know how the young boy would like to see eyeball soup. Oh, yeah, yeah. And monkey brains. They eat monkey brains. Oh, Remember sure. That? And baby I think snake. he could handle that. Yeah, okay. It's almost yeah, like that goofiness of Star Wars. You know what I mean? How they're just you know you'll have a guy with like. Like the humor is yes. similar. It's perfect. It's, I think it's a great. It's a great. Well, was a trilogy, but now it's beyond that. But. Right. Anyway, we got to go. Let's well, give something let's away. Can we give something away? Oh my gosh, Grant! Absolutely. Do you know what we're we giving away? Yes, we're giving away a four pack of tickets to it's uh, one. It, yeah, one second here. Talk it's a- the Children's Theater uh, Company, which I hear puts on amazing productions. Yes, it's Fievel yeah, Goes you hear West. Like creme de la creme. But I've got to get the exact date, so just one second here. All right. Well, Grant is looking for the date. We'll tell you what we have coming up here. Um, you know, every now and then we hear the perfect length for a nap. Well, we've got NASA's suggestion because uh, they studied what would be the best length of time for a nap. Okay. And 50% of us have one friend online. That we've never met. Let's let's go around the room and see if you guys think you fall into that category. What's the show? So we've got a four pack of tickets to see American Tale. Now this is the musical at the Children's Theater Company. Like you said, it's on stage April 25th through June 18th, and so we'll set you up with a date to see the performance that fits your choosing. So all right, caller number six. All right, do it right now. Six five one six four one one zero seven one, and we'll have a couple of studies when we come right back. Friends, what's up? Stevie Boy for my buddies at the Canopy Group. Uh, do you need homeowner's insurance? Do you need auto insurance? And let me tell you where you need auto insurance. Uh, I'm out here in Southern California. Oh my word, these freeways. There's so many cars. There's so many things that could happen. But look, anything could happen to any of us. You need to have your car insured. You need to have your home insured. Maybe you got a boat that you're planning on getting back out this spring. Uh, motorcycles, snowmobiles, whatever it might be, they handle it all. And what's really cool is they do it in a way that saves you money. They are not just one agent representing one company and they give you one quote totally different. And it's such 
a simple formula for you to save money. Here's how it works. Go to thecanopygroup.com, click on get a quote. When you do that, they've got a team of 40 specialists. They're going to turn, they're going to help you. They'll find out your situation, what you need covered. And then they have 16 different insurance companies that they work with. And guess what? Those different companies, they want to fight it out for your business. And when they fight it out with each other, guess who ends up winning? Everybody, class, class. Yeah, you win. You save money. Start saving today at thecanopygroup.com. That's thecanopygroup.com. Good morning. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. You want to be buddies? Okay. All right, then. Studies have shown that... Studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. All right, here's the sitch. You want to take a nap, but you don't want to wake up so tired. So here's what you do. Grant's on the phone. That's why the music's still playing. Just so you know. Um, people hey, Grant. Ha- hey, Grant. Hey, dude. Oh, yeah. Hey. It's like a fun bed of music right now. <laughs> there we go. Is it kind of loud out there? Um, um, there no, it's okay. Um, finally, the people at NASA are using their time to research something that we can all benefit from. Not that we can't benefit from the other stuff they do, but this is way more important. Um, They decided to study how long our naps should be. And they found the perfect length. Do you have any guesses? Did you see the study? My guess is, no, not this one. I My guess is 25 minutes. Ooh. 25 minutes. That's great. That's great. Ding, ding. 26 is the actual number. If you, oh, really? Yes. What? And you know, I have to say wow. that it doesn't feel like it's going to be long enough. And I've done short naps like this before where I'm like, oh, if I just close my eyes for like 20 minutes or so, I'll be good. And then I mm-hmm. pop up and you are miraculously refreshed. So... They say when you nap for 26 minutes, you'll be 54% more alert and 34% better at whatever you do next. Here's why. Thank you for asking. Oh. At 26 minutes, you're only going through the first two stages of sleep. You're not entering the others, which can make you groggy. Or feel even worse when you wake up. I feel like the longer I sleep, the worse I feel. Like if I had to go somewhere, mm-hmm. like to dinner or something, and I thought I need a nap before dinner. Don't mm-hmm. do two hours. You do two well, hours, you are you're <laughs> gonna feel terrible. I always say it's like when you wake up and your head feels like a sandbag and you just feel significantly here's the interesting thing. You don't even feel as tired as you felt when you're like, wow, I need to lay down and take a nap. Yeah. You feel significantly worse. And it's just so brutal. So I'm kind of with that. Last week I laid down and it was in the middle of a really busy day. And I was like, what if I just lay on this couch for like 10 minutes? And that's sort of a joke because very often uh, it could be like in the evening and I'm like, all right, guys, I'm just going to lay down for 10 minutes. And then it's like I wake up an hour later feeling tired. But this time I don't even know that I fully fell asleep. But just even laying down on the couch and your body feeling a little bit of like the, ah, 
of that really seem to make a difference. And you're right, your energy can be up. And you're like, you know what, that's enough. It's enough to get me through. And now I sort of sense a second wind coming on. Whereas when you do a long nap, sometimes that second wind never comes. Yeah, I agree. It's because you you don't want to wake up when you're in that deep state where you're in your deepest state of sleep or probably REM sleep. Because when you're woken up, when you're in that cycle, you're not done being tired. You know what I mean? You're still in that deep, like, I just want to sleep mode. You have to wait until you get out of that mode. I wish there's probably an app for that, don't you think? That just senses a good time when you can wake up based on your cycle. There should be one. It should be called the nap app. I love it. What are we doing? I don't know. I'm going to look. I'm going to see if there's something called the nap app. You are an app creator. Congratulations. I know there's Calm. Calm. Yeah, that's the one I know of. Yeah, I know of that one because I always see their ads. Oh, shoot. There's one called Power Nap app. Darn it. (laughs) You know what? Nothing ever goes my way. Oh, really? Donna. What, Hollywood? I'm in Burbank, Donna. I'm not in Hollywood. I'm looking out at an abandoned field. Next <laughs> oh, to me. good for you. Okay. Okay. You know, an abandoned field. What does that mean? The, all I don't the animals? Know. Right next to me, I'm looking out, and it's just like an empty lot, and there's garbage, high grass, and an old stone abandoned shed. Also, thank you for asking. Hmm. We're going to be doing soup soon enough. Guess what Stevie Boys had to eat today? Jack Squat. I don't know if I'm going to be able to eat until like 2 o'clock. Oh, but maybe that means I'll look uh, a little trimmer yeah. for my Don't fun. forget to do some push-ups. <laughs> Go get the party pump. What is that? That's what they call it. The, oh, the party they do. Pump. Whenever so you're like, your, you do arms curls or push-ups right before it's like you head into the party and everybody's like, dude. You, you're jacked. ripped, man. Hmm. You going to the gym today, D-Bone? Um, uh, maybe. And if not, I've already walked this morning and I'm going to walk again. Oh, that's right. And then you I'll just lift some dumbbells or something. Thank you, Steve. I'm trying, doing, doing my best. Oh, we're doing, getting the wrap up here. doing awesome. Oh, all right, fine. Hey, Grant. What's up? We're getting the wrap up here. Oh, we're getting the, the shut up, up music, you know. There we go, yes. All right, we'll shut up. <laughs> all right, thank you. Hey, when we come back, are we doing same name game? Let's yes, we it. are. Woohoo! Yes. Uh, DJ Rock Lobster will be joining us to execute that game when we come right back. Hey, it is DJ Rock Lobster for MNFatLoss.com, a weight loss plan where you could actually eat lobster every meal if you wanted to. I don't think you want to do that, uh, but they like you to mix it up a little bit, and I am mixing it up a little bit, eating the foods I love and losing up to a pound of fat every day. When I started this plan right around St. Patrick's Day, I was in the uh, mid-190s. I weighed in this morning. I'm in the low 170s. That's like a 20-plus pound weight loss drop in just over a month and I'm doing it by eating the foods I love. I'm not even exercising. I'm not counting calories. I'm not counting points. I didn't do hypnosis. I'm not starving myself. I'm actually eating steak and pork tenderloin and chicken with buffalo wing sauce and I'm digging it. You too could lose up to a pound a day. Results may vary with mnfatloss.com 
final stretch of the Donna and Steve experience. On my talk, 1071, where talk is fun. We get uh, I am Grant here with us. Yeah. For half of our show. Thank you for helping out. Yeah. I'll be back tomorrow for a little bit. Which I'm excited about. Yeah, dog. Thank you for coming. How's the weather there, guys? It's uh, it's turning out to be a nice day. Yeah. It was freezing this morning. It felt like it was in the twenties. It was maybe. Oh, you were outside walking. Yeah, correct. Currently, it's it's nice. It's nice. So forty five and sunny right now. Tonight we're gonna get to fifty two for the high tonight. So. That'd be a nice day to go to a ball game if you got a chance. That's you know? a great idea. I'm going to be going down there after work. So. Are you? Yeah, bids for kids. I'm sitting with a few people from our bids for kids that's thing. Awesome. So I'm sharing a suite with a bunch oh, of listeners. So. Say thank you nice. for yes. us. That's, that's awesome. For the kids. That is very cool. Um, well, while we're talking local stuff, Steve, tell us about yeah. the best cities to eat local food. If you would, well, you know mind. what? Minneapolis became came in number number five on this list. What? Is, how do they? We've been at the top of a lot of lists recently. Yeah, we've come a long way. We really have. I um, mean, so this is a, a great city. That, Thank you. A new study ranked the best cities to eat local food, and so here's what it did: considered factors like community supported agriculture, farm stands, markets, bakeries, butcher oh, yeah. shops, we seafood markets, mm-hmm. plus craft breweries and wineries. Mm. Um. The number one city on the list in America. Want to guess that? We came in number five, Minneapolis did. California? Uh, You're on the right coast. Wrong state. Seattle? Oh, so close. Portland, Oregon. Oh, really? Really? That's a problem. Number one. Hmm. Uh, It apparently tops charts on the number of you pick farms that they have. Oh. So, like, you can really get stuff. You're eating, like, farm-to-table, local, yeah. all the time. Baltimore. Baltimore, Maryland, number two. Followed by Alexandria, Virginia, then Washington, D.C., that whole area right there. Um, and then Minneapolis came in at number five. We were ahead of Seattle and Boston. Madison, Wisconsin was top ten as well. Then Providence, Rhode Island. Huh. And Vancouver, Washington. The worst city to eat locally. Turns out Anchorage, Alaska. What? That makes sense. Uh, no, What's it doesn't. I would think like, oh, but we're well, talking farming. I'm thinking fishing. Oh, yeah. Fresh Fishing's salmon. Fishing's a part of it. But that's a that's a part of it. Seafood markets are a part of it, but there's I think maybe a holistic element that Anchorage might be missing out on. Okay. But shout out to Minneapolis. Yay us. Woo! Yeah, well, go eat at Culver's today. Celebrate. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Hey. <laughs> I love a good Culver's. I've never been to Culver's. Oh, Donna, get out of here. You get out of here. You get out. Donna, come on. What? Let me get you some chicken fingers. Come to the dark side. No, I think I tried them because you told me those are the best chicken fingers. They're good. The I feel like I had you do that with a McDonald's Frosty. I don't know that you've ever tried the Culver's chicken fingers yet. Oh, well, let's get on I that. I so. Oh, you love queen, me in chicken fingers. Okay. <laughs> I have another list. I'm just going to fly okay. through it, okay? Okay. So this is the most popular baby names in Minnesota in 2023. Maybe you're having a baby. Um, here's what's popular right now, okay? Boys. Okay. Just going to fly through it, okay? Henry, uh, Oliver, Theodore, Owen, Owen, Liam, Jack, James, Noah, William, Leo. All very solid names. Nice names. Classic. Girls' names. Ready? Emily. 
Didn't make Charlotte. the top ten list. Charlotte is number one on the list. Want to oh, do wow. a couple more? Yeah. Do you want to guess a couple more? <laughs> oh, do I want to guess a couple more? Um, let me do um, Madison. Nope. I'm just going to give it to you. Um, you ready? Give me a letter of one. Come on. Just give me one more. Just, oh. just give me a letter hint. Oh. Olivia. Yes. A. Um, uh, me- Amelia. Yes. <laughs> e. M. Emma. Yep. Uh, okay. A. A. V- v- Ava. Yep. Uh, you're doing great, Steve. Most popular baby Thank names you. for girls in Minnesota. Here we go. Uh, Ev. Evelyn. Yep. Nice. Ellen. 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 Say it again. Ellen. Do it again. Give me one more time. Give it to me this one more time. This is the last Ella. one. Ellen. Eleanor. Yes. Hey. <laughs> and then Nora, Hazel, and Sophia. Which Give are me one more. Dang it. That's it. I gave them all to you. Bye. Come down for moose soup after. It's always a surprise. Oh no, it's rocky cheese. It's always a surprise. Oh no, it can't be. Hey, Brian. Hey, Brian. Hi, how you guys doing? Hey, we're great. Really, really well. Better now. Hey, did you hear our message that we left for you the other day? Yeah, super nice. Yeah, that's us. It was nice. Except for what you said before and after. What are you talking about? Wait. That wasn't us. I mean, (laughs) the exact quote was something like, he's such a bag or, I don't know. (laughs) That wasn't (laughs) us. That That was Mike, our producer. Yeah, he's yeah. Going Can I just right tell Grant the soup? Grant's my yeah. buddy, at least. Yeah, sure. That's right, yeah. Brian. Wow. All right, Grant. Hey, Grant, when Brian we, wait, before is. you ask, when oh. we asked Brian who, like, the nicest person he has encounters with, Matt Belanger. Oh! <laughs> totally stole my thunder. I had my hands uh, it's, up it's, in the air thinking you were going to say me, B. What's no, up? it's, it's one, one, two. You guys switch off. Okay. Depends on who's having a good day or not. That's but right. it is definitely Grant and Matt Belanger. Matty B, I love Fine, it. Good company. Whatever. whatever. What's the soup? Uh, we got a steak and rice and a light tomato base. Ooh. Sounds yeah, good. Yeah, I want that. That's good. Sounds real good. I had a sweet potato soup yesterday, Brian. It How was, was it? It was it was good. It was it was good. It's savory, but there was like an interesting flavor. Sweet potatoes I came onto late in life, and they're me I, too. I, I like them. They're pretty interesting. I got a couple good sweet potato recipes. Oh, do you want to share them okay. so we can put them on our website? Well, one's like a sweet potato turkey popper. You like take a ground turkey, raw sweet potato, shred it in, add whatever you want, jalapenos, a little almond flour, mm. and make little balls, and then you make a little garlic aioli. What are you making the balls with? Ooh. Well, you you form the sweet oh. potatoes and ground turkey into balls, and then you bake them off. Oh. You serve it with the garlic aioli, top notch. Damn. All right, that can you say good. that again, like in like half the speed? Was I talking fast? Yeah, no, we'll go. We'll write no, it down. No, you Don't weren't. Worry about Donna it. was listening slowly. Shred. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't talk fast. I listen slow. <laughs> Shred. Slow jam it. Uh, yes. <laughs> That's, 
actually funny and efficient. <laughs> That's how we do <laughs> All right, Brian. Well, we don't want to bother you anymore. All right. We know you're busy. You guys have a good we day. Love you. We're nice, too. All right, bye. Now. Bye. bye. Right. We're nice. We, I think we're nice. So what the hell? Is he listening not to just the voice jokes, apparently? He's got a narc. Listens. His wife is narking on us. Hey, narky. We love his wife. We feel like, come on. Didn't he say that his wife would be on our side? Like, when we give him a hard yes. time, she likes it? Because yeah. she probably has to deal with the bag that he is at home, I bet. And um, <laughs> she would she would jive with us. She's on our team. I think you're right. Oh. Anyway, shout out. I met her. Yeah. I forgot her name. I'm sorry. She's lo- I, the, the food that they get at home. Oh, I bet it's so good. I want to steal him and just take him to my house. Oh, you could have like chef for a day. That's what we should do the next time we're raising money. Boom. You get Brian to come make the soup for you and you yep. guys hang out together. And then oh, how- a home chef for a yes. day. I would With be cool. But how does that benefit Brian? It doesn't. It's and community he will let service. Us know about that. He works community for the service. Holidays. It's all yeah. the same love. It's all right. family. All right. Yesterday when we said you want to do a recipe cookbook or whatever and give the money to charity, he said, sure, if that charity is my children's college fund. (laughs) (laughs) Grant, you are the best. Thank you so much for helping us. We love you, Grant. Thank you, buddy. We'll see you you tomorrow. And uh, Steve, say hi to Irv. All right. Take care. (laughs) Wish me luck in my photo shoot. Here, I'll give you a kiss noise. Okay, thanks. Bye. That was weird. All right. Sorry. On the MyTalk website or app. Simple, transparent, and affordable. That's what they like to say over at Crescent Tide Cremation Services. You know I talk about Crescent Tide because my mom's still around. Uh, is a client of Crescent Tide Cremation Services because she heard an ad I was making uh, one day here for the Crescent Tide and she said, you know, all those things that you're saying in that ad are the things that I've always wanted when it's my time to go. I don't want a big, expensive, fancy funeral. I don't really like the idea of people parading around looking at me in a funeral home. I just want a simple cremation. And then you guys go uh, celebrate me and have a nice dinner. And guess what? I'll even pay for that simple cremation. And so uh, things are all buttoned up for my sister and me when it is my mom's time. So thanks, Mom. Um, it's not just the pre-paying and pre-planning like my mom did, although that's something maybe you want to do for your family. Uh, you'll see if you look at Crescent Tide's Google reviews that when a death in the family occurs, they really come through for people in a prompt, courteous, sympathetic way. They're good people over there. Use my talk keyword cremation.